0: Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is a writer's log the uh, Fruit of the Curse Garden's personal podcast. Up until this point, it was anyways. Uh, I need to go over a couple of things um, before we start with the main subject matter, which today will be, uh, so that you know beforehand, uh, people involved in production. We'll be talking about getting people involved and uh, what that would mean and things that you can do production-wise with people. Uh, but for the time being, I'd like to discuss what is happening with the Fruit of the Curse Gardens, uh, audio drama, largely due to the fact that most of the, uh, voice actors who I have been involved with previously, trying to make sure that everything is going smoothly for the audio drama itself, uh, they have been unable to find time to record. Even up until now, we have not recorded anything yet that was uh i would like to say that that was my fault and i could have avoided that but there were so many people involved in the production that um somewhere along the way everybody's schedule uh was either unable to work or the people that we needed in at certain times just couldn't be whenever uh, be there whenever uh things didn't happen things went slowly And now it's mid-semester and coronavirus struck. And as you can imagine, with the quarantine and with uh, people trying to stay at home and with extended spring break, when we would have started recording after spring break was done, the audio drama has been postponed indefinitely. Um, We are either going to try and produce the first episode and see what happens with it uh, put some effort into that, or I may decide that it's time to scrap the Fruit of the Cursed Garden and maybe pick up that story another time in a different place, but right now, just suffice it to say so that I'm not taking too much of the time here talking about what's gone wrong, um, although I might talk about that a bit later towards the end to give you an idea as to, uh, really everything that's going on and why I'm deciding to do something like that, but suffice it to say that right now it is being postponed, and uh, I will probably uh, have, if you want to listen to the reasons why, listen to the end of this, uh, less the end of this episode. For the time being, let's discuss a little bit about people and getting them involved with your podcast. With your audio drama, with your, you name it, people getting involved with something, uh, should know beforehand how long you're planning on doing something. Uh, there's a level of professionalism in letting them know the full extent of everything that you're working on. Uh, you don't walk in, uh, you don't walk in and tell somebody that you're going to be working on something for uh, such and such period of time, uh, and then keep changing and switching things up on them whenever you need to change something. Uh, You try, if you wanted to really be professional and focusing on making sure that everybody is uh, on the same page so that everybody's there at the right times, at the right places so that you can get things done. You want to make sure that you have a clear schedule beforehand. Before talking to anyone, you want to make sure you have a clear schedule beforehand. What you want to do, when you want to do it, and how you want to do it. That way, if you are involving yourself with a group of people, uh, they know exactly what to expect and they know whether or not they can actually uh, perform the tasks necessary in order to actually accomplish the goals. This is something that works not just in Uh, general audio dramas but in any kind of production anything that you want to do or work on that you hire someone on for uh, or bring someone uh, into play for you absolutely want to make sure that they have an expectation as to what you're doing make sure you have a schedule set up beforehand and make sure that it's something that works for you and if you need to adapt for some of the people you can adapt maybe a couple of things but make sure that everyone's on the same page for the sake of an audio drama or in the sake of a podcast or otherwise, a suggestion that I would make would be to have less people involved specifically with this kind of a thing. Now, why would I say that? For one thing, unlike the visual medium, you can avoid have too, uh, having too many people involved. The production itself, uh, does not require that you have a dozen different individuals in every shot and scene, extras and, uh, locations and places to meet people. Part of the, uh, part of the allure of a, um, part of the allure of a audio work is that audio doesn't require the back setting and the backdrop and the like, you only need to be able to get a hold of the sound. And the sound can be found online or from voices of people you know, uh, individual, uh, you yourself can provide the voice if you're able to, uh, hired on voice actors or the like. Now, I wouldn't necessarily want to suggest something like, uh, hiring voice actors or individuals to, uh, do the work for you, if you can get some people involved who, uh, generally enjoy something, ask around, ask people if they'd be interested in trying something new and interesting, uh, that's essentially what I had done, and uh, despite the fact that my own story had involved, uh, and this was my own mistake in part, Uh, I was originally planning on doing this for screen, and I was thinking uh, outside of the terms of how many people I could get, I had written a script, or two, or three, that uh, involved... What was it? It was 13 people, approximately? uh, 13 different uh, voices, which means... And you can use the same voice actor to do multiple things, they just have to do different voices for each part. But that requires somebody with a level of skill, which, um, depending on who you're picking up, may more or less work. Again, you yourself can do uh, part of the voices in order to lower the amount of people required on. Uh, If you're not comfortable with that, then looking for others is always an option. When discussing what you're doing with others, again, it's very important that you give them a clear idea. Working with them and talking with them about what the character is like, what they should expect the character- uh, what you expect the character to be like. If you get them in the room for production and then they start questioning all of your choices and the like, because they didn't know what it was that you were trying to create, then you'll run into a problem automatically, just like that. So, in general, it's better to have fewer people involved. Scheduling's easier that way, too. Uh, That way, you don't have to worry about working around a dozen different people's scheduling a dozen different people's times, but then you're able to work with only a few. Now, originally, when I had intended to run this subject by, I had intended to do it... With some background on having done some production with people so that I could actually tell you mid-production what would happen but I have been unable up until this point to actually uh, get anyone in a room and so most of what I uh, especially that last part uh, is kind of a juxtaposition that comes from uh, working with other people in general environments Things that I've discovered about people and things that I've, uh, done before when I've managed projects and the like, uh, that generally works for life as a whole. Keeping fewer people on means that you're able to focus with a tighter schedule because there's less things that can go wrong with less people who could have things go wrong in their life. If you uh, make sure that you talk to the right people who are invested in it, make sure that they have the right expectations from the start, in any situation, you're able to get through stuff. Stuff like that is all stuff that you can do for project management. Unfortunately, there isn't much else to say about the Fruit of the Cursed Garden and its production on this. Um, As for what I did for the Fruit of the Cursed Garden, uh what i did was i went out uh, i went in writing a script which was intended for 13 or so people right so what i intended to do was i didn't have the money to go out and uh like purchase voice actors And I realized that my own voice wasn't going to be able to do the register of dozens of different people. I at least needed a lady who was willing to do the lady voices. If I was planning on manipulating my voice into 13 different forms, I needed at least someone who could do female register. And even then, I wanted this to be professional, so I wanted to get as many people as possible to do the different voices so it didn't sound like one or two or three people were just like trying their best. (laughs) For the people that I got involved, I got, I did actually manage to get maybe 10 or so people. Uh, And I had people, I have people still on the line to do an episode two uh, after the first episode is produced. So, currently I've talked to multiple people within uh, my college, if you're a college student as well, be aware that there's dozens of people looking to do dozens of different things in different fields in the future, there might be a voice actor on campus, get the word out. Uh, One thing that I did with my teachers was I actually asked them to like talk to other students and uh, I asked certain individuals uh, who were running classes, if anybody was interested in voice acting, who would like to do this, this and that, stuff like that. It so happened that I got quite a few people. Uh, Those people I was able to get on board, Uh, it took a little while. One issue that I had, uh, which I found that the solution to was definitely uh, making sure that people were aware of what you expected, was that people kept being like, oh, it's kind of, they were flip-flopping on me. They were thinking, oh, well, it's whatever kind of a situation. I decided to do this, but like, uh, they were not really getting too involved. They weren't like pushing themselves to be involved in my project, I had to push them. I had to be the one to say, hey, we're going to do it at this time, hey, we're going to be working on this. Setting the expectations so that they knew what they were doing. Some people had to back out due to the fact that they wouldn't be able to follow those conditions, and that's okay. Uh, That's perfectly fine. But making sure that your expectations are available up front, that's why that's important. That's essentially as far as I got. I found some people who wanted to be voice actors. I found some friends of mine who were willing to do parts, and that's where we are now. I've been trying to get production going for a while, and it's been hard getting people, uh, getting time found within a day. I was about to get a schedule started, and every time I was about to get a schedule started, uh, one of the major actors, uh, specifically for Jasper, Uh, the main character of the story uh, ended up having to leave unexpectedly Uh, a um, event with his family had forced him to uh, head out and do some other things which meant that production would have to be halted again Due to the fact that he wouldn't be available other people were having troubles and they could have pro we would have been able to work something out But without the main character and then also having to work things around it was seemingly troublesome I regret the decision of not trying to push harder for that now as coronavirus struck um, spring break has been extended and people are being quarantined, and schools are no longer having classes at the school. Which means that those individuals who I would meet here on campus, or, um, the people who generally were involved, are, uh, missing, essentially. I have contact with them, of course. Contact information was kept. But, what I was able to do with them is now lacking. Uh, We aren't going to be able to get started on anything for a while, uh, at least until we can all get together and agree on something. And if none of them show up on campus, they may no longer be willing to do it, which I understand completely. Um, Being inside of a radio room where coronavirus could be, I will be cleaning things up here and making sure that everything's uh, set up well and nicely so that... Um, I won't be getting anyone sick by using this room or that we as a group won't be getting anyone sick using this room um, But I'm still planning on doing something. I, I want to make something. I want to make something happen Right now um, with these issues going on We just weren't able to get started and because we weren't able to get started. We are really teetering on the edge of this not happening at all It won't happen if I end up losing some voice actors or seniors who are graduating eventually. Uh, So yeah, we're in a situation where there's not going to be much of an option for this to continue. My backup plan is this. Fruit of the Curse Garden in and of itself is a huge production. I had no idea when I had written it that it would be such a huge production. There's so much involved that I would have to be doing and that I'd have to be working on that I don't actually think I could have done normally if I hadn't done all of this work to try and make it happen. And even as I've done it all, coronavirus and everything else, the complete unexpected, has uh, halted the production for the time being. So here's my plan. If I cannot produce Fruit of the Cursed Garden, I'm going to produce something else. I'm going to write something new. I'm going to come up with something, and I'm going to start talking about that. That is what the writer's log will be eventually. It will be what I am writing as of. It is ideas that I might have. I will change it, and we will change gears, and we will still be having this podcast because I enjoy talking about this stuff, and I'm going to talk about it to the world until eventually I make something happen. I am not done producing, I am not done trying, it's going to happen somehow, some way, but for the time being, um, we're just going to have to postpone Fruit of the Cursed Garden, and what I'm going to do is, this next week, I'm going to debate my options, put forward uh, what is possible and what is not, and what exactly I want to do with this podcast in the future, especially since it can't always be about production, production that isn't happening. So, we might be doing something different with this. Heck, I might even decide, uh, maybe I'll look at, uh, other people's writing. Like, I'll watch a movie and I'll look at the script for it and talk about how might this have been produced. Or, uh, maybe we'll talk about, a story and, uh, how well someone did on such and such story and, uh, my thoughts on it. Just generally, it will still be a writer's log of some sort. I'll be logging something, whatever I can do, whatever I enjoy, because I want to talk about writing. I want to make writing a career for me, and I'm going to keep doing this. So, um, I apologize, first and foremost, that this episode didn't have much in a way of content outside of me talking about um, what is happening. So, my apologies on that. For the time being, this is all that I have for you. I won't keep you any longer, but uh, I hope you enjoyed. Uh, me ranting about the uh, situation we're currently in so thank you for listening thank you for coming in Uh, thank you for your time and uh, I'll talk to you next week or if I am unable to figure something out by then uh, in the week after if you don't hear anything after that presume I am either dead or otherwise missing so for now farewell. Thank you for being with me for this, and I hope you learned something. This is Jacob White, signing off.